Hey friends, this is your Creative Kaibigan, a podcast where we dilute famous keynotes into graspable advice on creativity, productivity, and storytelling by some of the leading creatives across the world. My name's Joe. I'm so honored to be your host, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Let's start the podcast. We feel compelled to find ourselves, to seek truth towards our inner being, to search for a version of us that we ultimately want. If you go on finding, how would that person look like? Would he or she be different? Why would you want to become this other person? We tend to go on searching because we don't like currently the person we are already. We make excuses for the person we are now, relying on some unforeseeable hope that we will be quote-unquote better in the future. Maybe we have parts of us that are ultimately underappreciated. We don't find any necessary need for them to be part of us, part of our lives, And that's why we want to change them. With this thinking in mind, not only do we create a toxic mentality for us, but we also underplay the potential for us to thrive outside these social norms. Even so, when we keep our head down in order to feel accepted and included into a group that barely even knows us, we ultimately assimilate our lives and ourselves in their form, in their character. It's ironic to say that we choose to know others while we barely understand ourselves. How we act upon being self-aware and being uninhibited by our strengths and weaknesses can cause a chain reaction as well. When we keep our head low, our feet glued, our hands unraised, we unknowingly send a message to others that they should do the same. Susan Cain, author of the best-selling book, Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking, through her 2012 TED Talk, The Power of Introversion, gives us an insightful look on the intolerance of introversion throughout the ages how we ultimately exclude majority of the population who identify as such into gaining roles in leadership, creativity, and various sciences, who in reality have been contributing to this field more than we acknowledged. Being either an introvert or an extrovert is equally beneficial to the cultivation of creativity in our organizations, and any person shouldn't be shunned for this part of their character. We have to re-educate ourselves from being just one thing, Cain tells us to embrace the difference in our nature, and by doing so, we have the liberty to achieve our goals by our own terms and not having to be an imitation that is not authentic to your self-expression. It's beneficial, Cain explains, to draw on our natural strengths. What is known to be the role model doesn't come as what they seem. We can never judge the potential of an individual on our own terms. We have to understand them and their values, and the more that they hone into their personal and natural strengths, the more likely they will be able to integrate themselves and maybe even outshine their peers. By not going by the norm, we introduce new type of leadership, creativity, and innovation. With more freedom for us to be uninhibitedly ourselves, more people from all parts of the spectrum become welcome to be creative and innovative. We need an opposites attract relationship of types of people who hover over our workplaces. Then we keep diversity and creativity alive. The complexity of ideas in the workplace can only come from people with diverse personalities and talents. What we need is now more than ever, along with the freedom to be ourselves, is the liberty to run with our ideas. When we have creative autonomy, we no longer confide ourselves into the orders of others and take it as gospel. We embrace the dignity of ourselves and our ideas when we create without boundaries. Kane attests that many introverts have changed the world didn't do it just because it's within their nature to influence others. 
but rather they went out of their being for the purpose they championed. They believed in going out of your comfort zone, just because it was the right thing to do. When we are forced to go out of our comfort zones, we tend to be the most creative. Towards the end, Kane elaborates that there is importance to solitude, as it is a good stage of exchanging and communicating ideas. Tranquilness for Kane is needed to meditate and to think of profound epiphanies and revelations. There should be equity given to the value of action and contemplation. She says that we need to learn how to work in both teams by ourselves. With more autonomy to our work, we can inevitably appreciate the nature around us and have those lucky moments of serendipity when a brilliant idea strikes us to the bones. Kane gives a resonant talk about the potential of introverts, which they already have within themselves. More than ever, we are reintroduced to the beautiful way of the idea of not only acceptance, but celebration of each other's differences. With the integration of Kane's life experience, prominent people, and even accounts of individuals who struggle with introversion, we are compelled to see the multiple facets of who we are as not a deterioration, but the strength of our characters. Hey, it's Joe. I hope you liked the creative advice today. Please check out the creative works featured in this episode. Now make sure to turn off your phone, use what you learned today, and do something creative. Hope to see you in the next episode.